be. Well, maybe if you weren't out so late last night, you wouldn't be. <laughs> was, I'm talking was, from experience. I was but. just going to ask how your Thor was doing. <laughs> Is it still Thor? It's very Thor. Okay. It's a Thor subject, if you ask, honestly. So, in case you didn't guess, we're going to see the My Little Pony movie. Yes, I cannot wait for that one. I love the pink one. Brownie. Anyway, <laughs> no, we're going to see Thor. Yes. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Now, let me just ask you this. Out of all the Marvel cinema films, yeah. where do you rank the two Thor movies? They are not my highest. Um, I liked, was it Dark World? Was that the second one? Sure. Whatever the second Thor one was. Um, I like that one a lot better than the first one. Um, it's still, I, I don't, I don't ultimately tend to go to a Thor movie when I plan on watching a Marvel film. Uh, I will usually do like an Iron Man or a Spider-Man or I don't know, pretty much anything else. So honestly, in my opinion, Thor not very high ranked on my list of all the Marvel films. I, I would agree. I I like the first one better than the second one. I, I didn't think the second one really went anywhere, didn't okay. offer anything. Okay. Um, but I can see why that one might be more intriguing. I like the second one just because it was Eccleston was the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Doctor Who person. Come on, leave me alone. It's Doctor Whom. <laughs> anyway. Do not correct the good doctor's grammar. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think they cast well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Chris Hemsworth is a fantastic Thor. Um, you know, and, and you have Idris Elba in it, and obviously the best bad guy in the Marvel Universe so far is from the Thor movie. That is true. So if anything, that's what they've contributed with Loki, um, being the big bad guy. Who continues to show up just yes. time after time. He's one of the few that isn't killed by the end yeah. of the film, right? <laughs> um, one of the few. That's true. I would have. I, man, I wish they had kept Red Skull around. Uh, that would have made my life. Well, Anyways. that that was an actor decision, though, yeah. more so than anything else. And and he still might be alive. That's true. I mean, he may be the one kind of controlling all this. Anyway, that's another film. <laughs> um, yeah, you know that they, they don't rank high for me. I, yeah, I think there's some good uh, characters. Like Cat Cat Dennings. Mm-hmm character is a lot of fun mm-hmm. um i like natalie portman's character although i mean she was apparently you know not in this one um and it seems like she it seems like it seems like natalie portman doesn't want to be in these films at all yeah like, I think, you know and i, I get got, it i think she got burned with star wars yeah well i mean these were well after star wars but i think oh, yeah God. just like any any it's a throwback and, and all that yeah and you know i mean she won an oscar yeah too so that kind of changes your 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 outlook on what type of movie should I do? Oh yeah, exactly. You know, although you know Brie Larson signing up to be Captain Marvel after winning an Oscar, pretty cool. Good cat. Anyway, that's another film. <laughs> you so far have listed more other films than the movie we are going to go see right now. So I am. I, I will say, uh, the way that this film has been introduced, as far as. The, the short YouTube films, What Was Thor Doing During Civil War? <laughs> yes. Directed by the same guy who directed this film. Which I love those. So oh, those much. were great. Those are, he was waiting for that phone call. I love that they basically made Thor in those shorts. They turned him into like a college frat boy. Yep. Because he's kind of just a dumb idiot is what Thor is. He's a guy that swings a hammer yeah. and is strong and he doesn't need to use his brains. Exactly. 
Um, I, I am excited. This is the, the most excited I've been for a Thor movie. Because, um, I, I mean, honestly, I wasn't that excited for the the first Thor movie even. I mean, it's one of those that's like, okay, we have to come out with Thor mm-hmm. because we're doing the Avengers. Right. You know, and, and you know, looking back, they did it well, um, you know, and, and making it a Hamlet drama. Right feel to it and you had a great director for that one wasn't that one Kenneth Brown? yeah yeah which makes sense as to why they went the Hamlet-esque vibe yes. to it because it's Kenneth Brown. and and so this one Taiki, Taika Watiti believe how you pronounce his name I could be wrong um he of uh Flight of the Concords fame and um what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. which if you haven't seen that film you need to see it. They're about to make a TV show spinoff off of it. It's fabulous. Um, he also did uh, Where the Wilder People Are. Mm-hmm. It's a little uh, lesser known film that he did, I think, last year. Again, another great film. He does what he does really well, especially like Wilder People and so that, is that he'll have, you know, comedy is, is coming forth, but there's a ton of heart in it. Right. Um, but he'll do just silly comedy as well. Like, you know, what we do in the shadows and, um, uh, play the Concords. And now are you thinking that he's going to bring that to this film? I mean, obviously all the trailers that we've seen, the marketing push has been very much so. This is not like the last two yes. Thor movies. This one is, uh, looks like a buddy film or like a road movie. It could be a, a very, very Guardians of the Galaxy influenced in the sense of, hey, it's bright colors, it's not... Other worlds. Yeah, it's like, whatever, let's just let's just have fun with it. Do you think it's going to be this mashup of the styles of films he has made before, where it's it's definitely a lot of silly, goofy, funny moments, but there's going to be very... There'll be moments of seriousness or, yeah. like, actual... I don't want to say drama doesn't always sound like... It's not the right term, but... Like actual serious acting moments, uh, that's even doesn't sound right, honestly. Well, I, yeah, well, I think um, I think maybe you're looking for a character growth. Yeah, that you know, um, and, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, the Thor is the one franchise that seems to be passed off. You know, we, we haven't had a director uh, follow up on a right. film for a Thor film yet. Right, like John Favreau did the first two Iron Man. Right, so he could help grow his right. character, the Russo brothers with Captain America, and then the Avengers, and just you had you know then, uh, Joss Whedon kind of leading the whole effort. Right, and then who's the uh, oh James Gunn for? Thank you, James Gunn for Guardians. Yeah, for Guardians, it, you know, and, and he's taking Guardians three as well, which is fabulous because yeah. I I trust his direction absolutely. So yeah, I, I you know I I think what they're doing is they're giving it and, and, and they've done well with this. I think they've recognized that, okay, the style of Thor is really, there is no style. Right. Right. Um, with Guardians, it's, it's, it's a cosmic comedy. Right. You know, um, and I think they're going to bring some of that comedy here. Because Thor, to me, is a, could be a funny character because he's very much fish out of water. And the first Thor, I think that that's what it, where it worked well. Right. Is when Plus he's on Earth, Earth. Yeah. and yep. a fish out of water. Yep. Just funny stuff. Um, the second Thor, he wasn't on Earth as much, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's only so much fish out of water that you can do. So they needed to do something else. And so I think bringing in this director is, is a good move. What do you expect out of uh, the Hulk? I, the, as close as Marvel can get to... Planet Hulk? 
Land Hope. Yep. <laughs> they can't legally do it. My understanding is because Universal holds the rights to some of the Hulk, like the Hulk standalone films. Right. Um, so they can't do a Planet Hulk movie that's been called for by fans, which, you know, I, I'm so-so with Hulk. I, I like Mark Ruffalo's interpretation of the Hulk, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think it should be good. And, and the fact, you know, the, the previews have been pretty pretty uh, interesting. Definitely. All Definitely. right. Scale 1 to 10 as we're getting close. Where do you think, as you leave this film, you're going to rate this? I think just, again, and I, I besides the, what, one trailer I've seen of this and the poster, I have no other knowledge of this movie. I have no idea what it's going to be. I will probably rate it like, I don't know. I think, I think I'll enjoy it. I think I'll come out with a seven. I think I'll come out with a seven, which is usually around what I come out with, with both these movies. Yeah. I, I mean, Guardians was higher, yeah. you know, but I think a seven, I think I'll, I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be, there'll be something. And it'll be like, Oh, that was kind of stupid or something. There's no, I mean, no movie's perfect. No, let's just admit that no movie is perfect. No. Um, yeah, I think like maybe like a seven or so. What about you? I think this will be the best of the Thor movies. I think we'll both leave. Thinking, yep, that's the best Thor movie so far. I I will agree with that. Um, again, it's not a high bar from what we've discussed already, but I feel that this could fall into a top ten Marvel film. Ooh, like, interesting. Um, you know, but that's also in the seven eight range. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've been mostly good. I mean, we're we're not talking DC here, which our next film will probably be DC. Yeah. So more than I, likely. <laughs> one one thing I do want to bring up though too is is Marvel getting Kate Blanchett to be the bad guy, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name to be um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum as well. Marvel is fantastic at getting very well, uh, like well established or very good actors, mm-hmm. like, like Oscar winning actors to be a part of these franchises. Yeah. Like this, which seems so. It's so weird. Like, what they want Oscars? Why would they be a part of the silly comic book movie thing? But it's such a big part of our culture now yeah. that I think these actors are like, "Oh no, I have to get in on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to be a part of this now." It's a little thing called money. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always about the money. I mean, it's like um, uh, Brie Larson. She was in Room. Yep. Great, fantastic film. Um, but. I'm guessing it didn't make her a lot of money. Right. Captain Marvel, she's going to, that's bank. It's, it's, it's doing it to make the money and, uh, and also be a cultural phenomenon. I mean, it's, it's going to be big. So, all right. So we're pulling into the theater now. What? Directly into the theater? I was going to park in the parking lot. Nope. It's a drive-in. Oh, it's a drive-in. Oh, I love drive-ins. Yeah. They're so cool. Um, so. It's going to serve me in my car. Just so everyone knows there's spoilers after this. Spoilerific, spoilerific. Spoilers. I don't know what that is. I think you just put like a mental image. You just turn on like a Mancurian anime. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to find a parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, everyone. Uh, we will tell you our thoughts about Thor after we see Thor. Can't wait. All right.
Oh, we're recording. So, we just got out of the film. That was the immigrant song, Badly. There you go. Perfect. I can do it. Well, you. So, uh, what are your initial thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a, it was, it was a very enjoyable movie. Yes. Uh, I laughed a lot. Yes. The... Uh, it was, um, it's interesting that they basically, I get, we're, we're in spoiler territory, right? Yeah, absolutely. Spoilers starting right now. Spoilers. Um, basically it, it takes everything that has been established in the last two Thor films and destroys it. Yep. <laughs> yep. You see the Warriors 3 get killed off rather quickly. Like immediately. <laughs> it's like the first thing in the beginning of the movie almost. Uh, no Sif, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. No Lady Sif. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, everything gets destroyed and now they are a ship of immigrants basically. Right. Which Going is to... fitting for the immigrant song. Right. To be used. It's too bad they won't be welcomed in, into this world. But... Yeah. Well, yeah. So... All right. Anyway. That's it for po politics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Politics on the so, so this film, it's kind of a, a um, a death and rebirth, as a, as you will, for Thor. Mm -hmm. So Thor basically is killed, and he comes back stronger than ever. Right. Um, finding the strength within him, um, and also a Hulk, to to win the day over over Hela, mm -hmm. who has immense power as his older sister, by Kate Blanchett, who still just oh. looks phenomenal. Man, she is. She, she is, is fantastic. That's why I thought I got confused because I have. That's why I asked. I'm like, how old is she? Because I thought she was a lot older than she actually is. Because I, she's just she's never aged. She's, she's timeless. That does not yep. age. She's a timeless actor. Yep. And, and there, there's a handful of them. You know, I mean, I think for the longest time Matthew Broderick is right in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, now he looks a little bit older, but yeah, Kate Blanchett for sure is is timeless. Yep. She just continues. Just to be amazing, um, she does a fantastic job in this movie. If, if anything, I, you know, I, I would think I like the film first of all, mm -hmm. but I, I think she was underutilized. Unless the plan is to bring her back, bring her back. That's possible. You know, there's, there's the thing. I mean, they kill off Loki like four times in the franchise, right? So why not? Why, why wouldn't they be able to just find some reason to bring her back into the mix? Right. So here, here's here's a theory that I had going into the film yep. that I would like to see continue because I want to see Kate Blanchett continue in the in the in the MCU. My theory is so in the comics, Thanos is in love with death. Okay. Right. Like like the in, in Marvel, the, the, person. the embodiment of death. Got it. So it's it's a person, death. And, and he's in love, and that's why he killed. He always, you know, he's he's um, pretty much indestructible, not 100%, but pretty much. So he's in love with something he can't have, right. basically death. Hela is death. He's the goddess of death, yep. yep. So what if she is, you know, the, the lady death, basically, for Thanos? I would love that, because, again, Kate Blanchett continuing... In this role, although 
um, in the comics, Hell's kind of, or, um, not Hell, but um, uh, Death is kind of, uh, she's not good, she's not bad, she just... Like she's a morally gray? Just yeah, morally gray, she's Death. When people die, they go, right. they go see her. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought the humor was well done, if not... You know, could you almost say it's too much? It's almost too much. That was going to be my one critique of the film. Was that there... It is almost too much... Too jokey. Yeah. In spots. In spots, it's perfectly warranted. It it works. Um, I am, however, getting a little tired of... Like, like, okay. it It was definitely funny. But when Bruce jumps out of the jet... Um, uh, near the end to and he go and, and he's like you're gonna see like well, I don't remember what you what, what he even said yeah, you're, like you're yeah. gonna see you're gonna see who, why you remember me yeah exactly and then it's just that wide shot of the bridge and and then all of a sudden uh, Bruce just his lifeless body just smacks on the bridge <laughs> I'm like I was expecting that joke yeah I knew that joke was coming yeah and there was and yes it, it still was funny but it. It was building up at that point to not have a joke there. Yeah. And it, it probably could have done without, like, that joke. And it's, it's, it, unfortunately, the jokes do start pushing the film into this what tone are we supposed to be going with? Because every time there's what potentially should be a serious moment, there's at least a handful of jokes there that just break that tension. And it can be it can kind of have a little bit of a negative impact on the overall film when it's like, well, no, no, you, you have to stick with the tone you were going with for a little bit there. There's a place for jokes. Jokes are not needed in every single beat of the film. Unfortunately, unfortunately that was, that was, that is my major critique of the film. Now of all the franchises though, I think this is the one that needed something like that the most though, because it will give more excitement to the story. I do agree with you that, you know, the, the, there were a couple jokes that, you know, weren't needed. I, I thought you had a good um, uh, comic relief mm-hmm. in, uh, what, Crown or whatever, the stone guy? Stone guy, yep. Like, he was good. And that was Taika Waititi's was voice. Say, that's the director. Yep, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the director playing him, which which is fantastic because he's got a, a just a funny voice. I couldn't tell that. if it was him or if it was one of the uh, Concords, uh, one, of the, one of those Concords. two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was him. Concords it was Taika. Guy. And I looked at it. I was, I was during the credits. I was looking. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it was him. All right. Uh, which was an interesting because he seems – because that director puts himself in all of his movies, I believe. He's, it's he's, somewhere. He's some yeah, character somewhere, yeah. in one of his films. So that's a nice little cameo of him. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I thought that the actress playing uh, Valkyrie was mm-hmm. fantastic as well. Yep. I, oh, man, that flashback sequence when Loki goes in her head. Yeah. That sequence, if nothing, is just gorgeous to look at. Yes. The super slow-mo and, like, the lighting effects that they have going on where it's almost like these rotating... Like, the lights are... Like, the, the light is almost rotating around the characters and the yes. actors. Oh, it looked beautiful in that whole, like, Valkyrie. Ah, Rise of the Valkyries. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> very, very just... Oh, yeah. She she did a great job. I, I, I liked Carl Urban's character. Yeah, which, which again, you know, when you have someone like Carl Urban, and I, I would think he would be something bigger mm-hmm. in it, just because he, he can carry um, a lot of weight. Right. You know? Um, but 
But yeah, I but mean, at the same time, he did well with what he had, and yeah, he he obviously he plays the very conflicted uh, individual, you know that 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 does kind of go start going bad, but all the while is sitting there in the back of his head, knowing that this is not right. I should not be doing this, right? And then at the end, redeeming himself yep. to a point. And, uh, and Jeff Goldblum. I mean, you have some big yeah. names here. I mean, Jeff Goldblum does the best. Jeff Goldblum acting. Yes, this and, is this is the the pinnacle of Jeff Goldblum acting like Jeff Goldblum. Yes, and <laughs> and and that's not a knock on him at all. There are some actors where you say, "Oh yeah, that's Christopher Walken." Yep. But Jeff Goldblum, being Jeff Goldblum, is exactly what you want in yep. a film like that, especially for the role that he had. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. So it was perfect. It was absolutely just so over the top to the point where that initial scene where Thor gets brought in and it's you know it's playing pure imagination and then they show up and he's and, and Jeff Goldblum is just being so Jeff Goldblum that I didn't know I, I almost went with what what am I actually watching right now what what is this what is happening because this just feels so strange but yes. in a but but I'm like well it's fitting for the character yep it makes sense that this is on purpose a very strange weird world that just, yes this is normal sure this is the type of thing that actually is happening in this world right now i i also liked the you know you get the dynamic back of i mean the, one of the best things of thor 2 was loki and thor working together mm -hmm. like they 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 had a common cause they were both pissed off that their mom is dead right and and they band together to to fight and that Again, was the best part I thought of of Thor too. That carried here. I mean, it was, you know, Loki always looking out for himself first, right? But does what he needs to do to to redeem himself, right? He and, he's he's always looking out for himself, and he always does what he needs to to make sure that he gets away okay. But on occasions, that does mean he helps yes his brother or he helps other people, and he he. Loki is very much so a morally gray character who tends to side on the bad off more often than the good, but that doesn't rule out the fact that he does do good stuff. Right. And well, and I think he's a character that has, out of all the characters, when you look at, at, at the first Thor, second Thor, first Avengers, mm -hmm. he's kind of, he, well, he has grown a lot. Like he, he, he started out as a, a jilted, brother right learning he was adopted learning everything about him was a lie right um to you know working out that anger basically by right. trying to take over the, the world which, he, I, which i do enjoy that the, the ending of thor 2 being this dramatic reveal that he's taken over odin <laughs> and it's like it's like oh crap he's the ruler of it and then the opening sequence when thor shows back up and <laughs> like five minutes in the five film. minutes and then it's like oh yeah never mind forget that it's like it's all it's it's like oh yeah he was he he's been posing his own ha 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 oh man Matt Damon's cameo though <laughs> playing the actor portraying Loki in yes. the stage show was fantastic oh. and Sam Neill was the old uh, Odin Odin which I thought was hilarious <laughs> I was trying to figure out who was playing Thor because <laughs> I'm like this has got to be somebody got to be somebody yeah and I just don't recognize who the actor is but I I love that like it, I love that it gets. It, the movie does definitely get meta, yes, but to to a good uh, in a, in a good way, not right. not necessarily a real bad way. Marvel's aware that a lot of this is very tongue in cheek, 
and it's like, yeah, okay, we're we're we we know what our movies are. We know what where we've come from. Right. We know our own tropes. We know what the audience is thinking. So why not? Like, we're just gonna embrace it. Yeah, let's have fun with this. Yeah, yeah and and I, I I think they did. I think it. it um, After seventeen movies, you have to at this point. Right. <laughs> well, and and what was the point of Thor? Like, what was the what was the main? So when. When Kevin Feige and Taika Waititi and, and the writers were sitting down going, where do we need to get Thor by the end of this film? Right. And basically it was, we need to get Asgard, you know, these principal characters on a, on a ship mm-hmm. in space. Yep. And that was, that was it. Like they need to be, you know, and, and there was a comic book that uh, did this where Asgard was destroyed and the Asgardians came to Earth and there was a, a, a place for them and all that. But, um, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Like, who, you know, so that one of the, one of the uh, uh, teasers at the end is this huge ship, just ginormous ship, intercepting the Asgardian ship. And you wonder, who is that? Is that Thanos? Is it somebody else? It's supposedly his ship. Um, <laughs> you know, I do. I do like the call out to like some of the planets that um, um, like have been in the Guardians of the Galaxy to kind of tie things together. Right. To con- to continue to make it to, to show off the fact that yes, this is a single universe. This is yep. all in the same. I was going to say world, but we're we're beyond it all being in the same world. I loved. I and I completely forgot about it. I, I uh, Doctor Strange's cameo. Yes, I, I completely forgot that he was supposed to be in this film. And I love it because it's just it's a what if that's like a ten minute scene, yeah, maybe at most, and then it's done, and that's all. He, he never comes back again. It's nope. just to get him to find. Uh, it's just to find Odin, and that's it. And then well, we're gone. But it's like, hilarious. It is. Time. Oh, I just like the fact too, and this is a, another. At the end of, of Doctor Strange, the movie, there is that teaser trailer. And, and Doctor Strange, while it has some funny points, is a little bit more uh, grounded and right. serious. Uh, grounded is weird to say. With grounded like, in a world where there magic. are superheroes and magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, 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 to me, that was it, it was a, a well-done bit as well, mm-hmm. um, just to make you think, oh, this is something serious. I mean... I remember reading, and, and I, I try to limit myself now on it, but when you have two years until a movie comes out, I was like, okay, let's read some of these theories. Right. And so one of the theories was that, you know, that Thor went to Doctor Strange for help. Right. Type of thing. Because, like, in the chair, he's talking about all the issues that he went through and all. Nope. Nothing like that. Nope. Doctor <laughs> Strange is just like, uh... You getting off Earth soon with Loki? Yeah, we kind of want to get you off. Yeah, I don't Please. mind you so much here, but Loki, you got to get him off. <laughs> and then Loki falls. I've been falling. I was falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, Tom Hiddleston was great. Oh, yeah. This is by far the most interesting Thor character mm-hmm. so far. Like, he definitely, I mean, I understand why Chris Hemsworth was very reluctant to do another Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it just, you know, the character wasn't as interesting and all that. I, I can totally 100% see that because Thor was basically one-dimensional. Right. Um, and they play that a little bit here, too. That, you know, I'm the strong one. You know, when he's trying to get in. Yeah, into the control panel of yeah. the ship. Yeah. I'm the strongest Avenger. Um, 
by, by introducing that little bit of humor and seeing kind of how he reacts and how he thinks to certain situations, yep. but like exactly like that, that exact uh, bit. Um, it, it's, it's helpful because it gives his character more depth. He seems more human, quote yeah. unquote, if that's a thing. Uh, just because he he's like, oh, I'm obviously the strong one. What are you talking about? I'm not the strong one. They're, <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Like very, very real reactions, basically, <laughs> that, uh, that, that but prior to this, in the first two films, and to some extent in even like the Avengers film, he didn't have. Right. He didn't have that depth yet. Yeah. And yep. now, I, now I'm really intrigued to see where he goes in like the next Avengers films and, and just any other time he might show up what his character is going to be like in those, because the dynamic is going to be completely different. I feel now. I, I, in one sense, I'm saddened. No more Mew Mew. <laughs> um. True. True. But again, remember Odin said it was just a, it was just a, a, a way to channel his powers. He has his powers. It's inside you. It's yes. inside you the whole time. Thumbo. Yes. <laughs> the item isn't the power. The Schwartz is, is, is in you, Lone Star. It's in you. Uh, you found it in a cracker bag. All right, yeah. Anyways. All right, so now that we're done with it, uh, what would you say, like 1 to 10? I'm still sitting strongly at 7. Like, I enjoyed it. I, 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 I we, we mentioned the biggest flaw that I, I, that I saw, which yep. just the, it was just the, the level of humor or the amount of humor. But besides that, I mean, I, I still enjoyed watching it. What was that? Just two hours? Yeah, just over two hours. Over two yeah. hours and didn't feel like it. I had no, fun. I didn't. It, I, it felt like there'd be more. Yeah. Which um, is good. It's good. You want to leave, you know, you want to leave the feeling with that feeling of, of more. Yep. Because, I mean, when we got to the actual final battle between uh, at the end, I was like, oh, well, I guess we are already here, aren't we? Like, I, I wasn't. I was just enjoying watching this craziness that is that film or it's just all over the place but in a good way yeah <laughs> how about you um yeah i i would definitely say a, a, I, I think i need to see i would need to see this again mm -hmm. to, to kind of get if there are any references or, or if there are any seeds being planted for the future right, right. because i mean what, whether you're talking about hella whether you're talking about a suitor whether you're talking you know all these other entities that were introduced in this film, because there were a number of, of intriguing characters introduced, including Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. um, that had not prior been seen. Correct. You, know, you, you didn't know about those people. or I, I didn't know there was a Valkyrie thing. I don't know. I, do I, I miss that? Or is that just is that something this, they introduced in this film? Introduced in this okay, film. Because, I mean, you introduce Hela and the, the original battle where they were all destroyed. I mean, like right. Thor said, I thought all, all Valkyrie were, were destroyed. That's right. So, yeah, I, I think... Uh, um, I think a seven, but it could be an eight on a rewatch. On a rewatch, you know, and also depending where where it takes it, because a lot of times, it's it's the planning of these films that add pieces to future films. Right. So seeing what the Infinity Wars is, seeing what Captain Marvel is, like all these other films that may touch upon this. Right. Um, I, that's I'm interested in that, like to see, and and I think it could go up. Then I think Guardians has proven that films can get better. Mm -hmm. And and it's not, I mean I mean well and I I I feel like this proved that the Thor films could get better too because yeah. this this is a night and day compared to the last two Thor films yeah the last two I, Thor films while they had some jokes in it and were you know were you know a little funny in spots this is just a completely different Thor movie yeah but in a good way a different Thor movie yep yep so yeah so my prediction was correct mm -hmm. this is the best of the Thor movies yeah I would agree with that.
So, all right. Well, next time will probably be Justice League, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Um, and then the hope is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Although you may have to re-record. We may we maybe come over early and we'll record the pre. <laughs> so it's not jaded in it's any way. Because I'm going to be seeing it before we see it. Yeah, he's seeing it's it like, opening day. like the last time. Yeah. Okay. So, well, thanks again. Um, so where else can they hear you, Intern Jeff? Oh, hey, that's right. Because I am Intern Jeff. You guys can find me, well, right here on the Ghost Hat website. Yeah. With TZ. With, with Rewatchman TC, uh, doing the uh, Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios Library podcast every single Wednesday. So is Thor uh, animated Unfortunately, film? not so much, even though there was a lot of CG in so there. So what does animation mean? Well, that's a story for another time. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, you can find us there every single week. We're, uh, we're up to, as of the recording of this, we are watching uh, Hercules next week, actually. So kind of a god. Yeah. Of some sorts. Yeah. So it's kind of connected. Greek, not Norse, but still. Yeah. And God. <laughs> Hercules is in the uh, Marvel Universe. So there it's you go. connected. See? There you go. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah. There. So this is on the Rewatchmen. So listen to Rewatchmen TC and Rewatchmen Ben for their uh, regular reviews of, mm-hmm. of movies that you want to see again because it's been a while since you've seen them. Um, and uh, more more and more things coming on the Ghost Hat Network. Indeed. Uh, keep your eye and ears especially to it because most of it is It's auditory. not very visual. It's, yeah. it's, very, it's very audio-based. We're, we're, we're... These podcasts. Maybe someday <laughs> the, the person who owns Ghost Hat will, you know, no. decide to go that route. But uh, whatever. Money. He's a jerk. Nobody yeah. I mean, you're still an unpaid intern. So. This is suck. On my own network. I mean, I mean. What? Oh, no. Undercover Bucks. Undercover Bucks.